I guess I'm curious how, if you were to rate, however you'd want to, out of five stars, let's say, of how reliable you suspect a personal experience to be as far as leading you to truth, what would you rate that as? don't have to um um you had a couple beliefs that i wanted to to get to so um in no particular order the one that i think i'm most interested in is the god belief um yeah do you want to the way that i like to start is by getting an idea of your confidence in the claim um would you be comfortable with using the claim a God exists? Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's, that's fair. What, um, there's a scale, uh, and we don't have to use it if you don't want to, but it helps me to kind of see where you're at. If we were to rate your confidence on this God existing from like zero to a hundred percent, where would you put yourself with like a hundred percent being if I drop this, it's going to fall every time to like zero being no chance in hell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is tough. Cause I, I sit in kind of, um, you know, maybe not a, a conventional place with my belief in God. Um, so I, I'd say probably 60%. 70% somewhere in that kind of mid range, uh, you know, two thirds probability. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I want to ask a follow up question on that, but just to get like a general idea. Oh, maybe we'll save that. Um, 60 to 70% confident. Can you tell me, um, when you think of that confidence level, what are some of the reasons or maybe the biggest reason that gets you to 60 to 70%? Yeah. So, I mean, I think in general, um, you know, I think the, the logical part of my brain um, says, you know, the, the probability of God is, is probably less likely um, than than it actually being true um but i i do you know for my personal self kind of believe that in you know somewhat of a higher power um and it's it is a little bit difficult to describe uh, i think it's more of a, a feeling than you know some sort of logical truth um and so you know a, a feeling of you know, whether you're, you know, out in, in nature or you're, you know, just kind of feeling whatever, there does seem to be some sort of, you know, call it higher power, um, of some nature. And, and, you know, I, I do think there's something to that given kind of, you know, beyond just people's desire to, to feel connected to something bigger than themselves. Um, I think if you look at, you know, cultures throughout all of human history, there's been kind of this notion of, of something bigger um, and some sort of connectedness. And so whether that is, you know, Christianity, Islam, um, you know, uh, Native Americans, uh, you, you kind of see kind of the same themes prop up uh, a bit time and time again. Um, and so I guess, and, and even in, in kind of, you know, modern day, you know, this whole notion of spiritual but not religious, um, I, I think that there is something that that people feel that, you know, they they can be connected to without necessarily defining it in in terms of like you know fixed like book cover um you know kind of aspect 
aspect of all-encompassing everything you need to know is contained within you know these couple hundred pages so I guess that's that's kind of where I lie um, in that I think there is something bigger I don't exactly know how to define it um, I don't think that anyone out there really has fully defined it but yeah um, Sure. Kind of rest on that. Yeah. So I'm hearing you say kind of the biggest thing is that you get this you get this feeling um that that leads you to think that there are or is something something like a higher power. Yeah, I think that's that's accurate. Um you know, it's again it, it's kind of a, a difficult to describe kind of feeling or, or emotion and, and I'm probably not the best one to be super in tune with with how to describe that or articulate it. But um you know I, I think there is some sort of you know kind of spirituality that that people connect to. Um you know and, and I can definitely you know relate to that and, and feel that myself. Is there um, can you think of maybe a comparable belief that you have somewhere in the 60 to 70% range that you use that same reason to come to that confidence of um, having this feeling? Oh, gosh. I mean, not off the top of my head. Um, you know, I'd say in most things... I am probably able to be dissuaded one way or another, um, you know, given a, a good argument. And so I guess that's where, you know, I would I would pull back from saying that I am, you know, 100% sure in, in much of anything. Um, because, you know, I think, you know, I, I leave the door open to being wrong. Um, and, and I think there's nothing better in life than being wrong and learning something new. Um, so that's just kind of my personal approach to kind of, especially bigger topics. Um, and, and again, like it's something like God, I don't think anyone knows. Um, and anyone who says that they know without a shadow of a doubt, I think is lying to you, um, is my, you know, kind of personal belief. What, um, Let's just let's use sixty-five uh, percent since that's right in the middle of the range you gave me. What would get you to, like, what would you have to see, or learn, or find out to get you to say a seventy-five percent? Oh, I mean, you'd have to see something almost almost irrefutable. Um, you know, something. Some sort of, you know, divine intervention, which, again, I think, you know, I I don't believe in divine intervention. Um, so I, I think that's, that's unlikely. Um, you know, I, I think with the, you know, my personal belief that, A, it's probably a likelihood that there is, you know, some sort of higher power, however you want to find it. Um, th that they're more, it, it is more hands off than, you know, going to somehow intercede in any sort of like direct event, um, type of thing. But, you know, you'd have to see more, more sort of like concrete proof, I guess, than the abstract of, of what we have, like an abstract of a, of a feeling, um, you know, my logical side needs more to be dissuaded on, on the other end of the spectrum. Well, okay. Um, inversely then, what do you think you could see, learn, hear, find out that would get you from a 65 to say a 55? Yeah. I mean, I think if there was more of a logical explanation for, I guess, maybe the overall kind of spirituality feeling that I think is is common and, and continues to kind of show up in people 
um, time and time again. Um, so, I mean, my logical side kind of thinks like the explanation could be something along the lines of, you know, our, the electrons that, that make up, you know, our, our bodies, um, you know, those electrons are, are most likely in us at any given time, but they also can be anywhere at any given time. Uh, and so maybe there's, you know, an explanation that the connectedness that we feel to, you know, to nature, to spirituality in, in some sense is, is really just, you know, our electrons being shared amongst, you know, different things at any given time. Um, and I, I guess if there was, you know, some more scientific proof, that would get me more to a point of a, a logical explanation for, you know, something abstract, um, like a feeling, you know, that we might have. I'm wondering, um, when it comes to feelings, I know I asked you the question about maybe a comparable belief, but I'm, I guess I'm wondering like what the, is it possible for a person to have a feeling about something and be mistaken about um, what they're attributing that feeling to? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I guess, you know, the, the first thing that, that comes to mind is uh, like unrequited love, right? Like you can love someone, you can be in love with someone and have that feeling not be reciprocated. Um, you know, and, and then is that is that true love or, you know, is that just one-sided um you know, I, I guess there's there's also probably a, a debate to be had about that, but yeah, I, I think you know the the things that we feel and our experiences are you know somewhat unique to our own kind of you know personal experience throughout life, and and as much as you know someone, you can never truly know you know a hundred percent of them. Um, and, and I think that's that's true, and I, I think that's probably true of our ourselves as well, um, because we do, you know, have our own kind of perception bias as to how we experience the world and, you know, how we interpret things that that happen or feelings that we have. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I think that we can be mistaken in how we are attributing, you know, feelings and, and associating them. Sure. Um, I guess I'm curious how, if you were to rate, however you'd want to, out of five stars, let's say, of how reliable you suspect a personal experience to be as far as leading you to truth, what would you rate that as? Um, I mean, for me personally, I mean, probably two stars, um, you know, it's it probably low on the spectrum. Um, you know, I, I think I personally am, am not good at handling adverse emotions or you know things of that nature and so you know they can they can spiral you know one thing can can lead into another and and i think that's a little bit of kind of the the human experiences of connecting kind of all of these experiences together and and building kind of a a larger story but that is not necessarily reflective of truth. Um, I, I think that there is, you know, objective truth, but that's also probably hard to get at um, because we all kind of interpret truth, interpret events through 
our own, you know, personal biased lens that that we view the world based on our our past experiences. Yeah, um, I think I completely agree with that. Um, the other um, reason that you mentioned, along with the feeling, the personal experience thing, was um, this idea of cultural history and. Um, I guess I guess what I'm hearing you say is something like throughout time we have different cultures um sort of relaying the same idea of a god and so that that lends itself to your 60 to 70% confidence. Yeah, yeah, I mean so I don't think that that anyone has, you know, totally gotten it right, which is, you know, hard to define myself as, you know, if I if I had to put myself in a in a category, I'd, I guess I'd describe myself as Christian, um, although religion, in and of itself as a, as a whole, um, very much irks me. Um, but, you know, I I do think there's this aspect of you know, kind of continuing to circle around the same overall notion and idea. Um, you know, different religions and cultures might put different rules and aspects. Um, a lot of those kind of based on, you know, their cultural needs at the time. But, um, you know, I, I always kind of come back to this old Brad as lyric uh, from Casadega, um, you know, the Bible is blind, the Torah is deaf, the Quran is mute. If you burned them all together, you'd be close to the truth. Um, and to me, what that what that means is like every religion has kind of gotten a piece of it, um, but no one has has quite gotten it all uh, fully encompassed. And and I think that would be you know extremely difficult to. Or, if not impossible to, to do, um, without, you know, some sort of, um, you know, otherworldly, whatever, but, you know, that's, that's also where, you know, I, I kind of draw the line on, on religion too, is, you know, you know, Christians would say that, you know, the Bible is written by God through man. And I, I just, you know, I, I don't believe that. Um, so, you know, take that for what it is. Sure. Yeah. I'm curious, um, as a sort of thought experiment, if you say you didn't, or you weren't aware of, um, you could even keep, um, cause I know, I know we kind of grew up in, in a sort of similar fashion. Um, say you weren't aware of all these other cultural histories involving a God, um, and so you, like, you didn't have that reason in your sort of basket of reasons. Do you think that that would affect your confidence level at all? Um, possibly. Um, what I will say is, you know, I, I grew up in a extremely religious household. Um, and so that has been, you know, ingrained in me from, you know, the day I was born. And I think that probably more than anything makes it hard to, you know, get to like a 0% confidence in, in a God. There will, there will always be a part of me that can't fully, you know, reject the, the notion of a God because, you know, that is ingrained in, in you know, part of, of who I was, you know, growing up. Um, you know, religion also, you know, from how I was raised also now carries a lot of baggage. Um, but you know, there, there is kind of that, that balance overall, um, I'd say. Yeah. Um, I guess it, I was thinking of asking you this much earlier, but maybe now would be a more appropriate time when you, when you think of God what does that mean to you? Yeah, 
Yeah, so it, it's an interesting question, and I probably don't have a super well-defined answer to it. Um, you know, to to me, God is, you know, something something bigger um, that you know potentially you know laid laid out kind of all of the the wheels and gears that you know, caused life to, to be the way it is. Um, you know, I, I think there, there is a beauty in both in kind of the, just the, the totality of it all and in kind of the mathematics behind it. I mean, when you, when you get into like, you know, the golden spiral and, um, yeah. And, And so, I, to me, I, I don't necessarily see God as, as some, you know, necessarily like singular physical being um, that, you know, I have a, a one-on-one conversation with um, that, you know, uh, forgave me for all my sins and, and all of all of that. Um, and I guess this is where, even though I would deci- define myself as, you know, roughly a, a Christian, um, to me, like, regardless of, you know, if Jesus Christ was the son of God, God incarnate, um, whatever, or just some dude, um, I, I don't think that actually makes a difference to any of my beliefs. Um, you know, I, I think he had the right idea. Um, and if you, you know, go back and, and read, you know, the Bible and, and just kind of pull out, you know, the things that, that Jesus spoke. Ultimately, I mean, you know, he boiled the Bible down to, and, and Christianity down to love God, love your neighbor. And that, that's about it. Um, and I think he had the, the right idea. You know, he basically rebuked religion as a whole, um, you know, lenders in the temple making money off religion, you know, criticizing women for, you know, having children out of wedlock and, you know, he hung out with tax collectors and prostitutes. Um, So regardless of whether or not Jesus Christ was, you know, some deity, I, I don't think matters. I think he spoke truth and i think that's why it has hung around and and resonated with people and we have just gotten so far away from the point of it all um yeah so kind of hearing you say this god is maybe a creator maybe like um a fine tuner if you will um, but maybe as far as that God being like a personal sort of thing, your, your confidence is pretty low in that it, you're, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to repeat back what yeah. I think you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't think that God as whatever he is knows or necessarily cares about me as as an individual um you know it is part of of something bigger um and i i guess this kind of goes back to i mean back in like 2014 2015 i was uh trying to create you know some some form of of ai um and, and really kind of got into pondering kind of the abstracts of, of how how you would create like true artificial intelligence, um, you know, and ultimately like, you know, you have to get, you know, kind of the, the cost functions, the, the reward structure for learning um, new experiences and, you know, how to, how to interpret that. But ultimately like if you wanted to create you know unique individuals um how would how would you go about that and the answer is is life but it, it is this um you know a, a complex system 
where you're having unique experiences kind of all around the place. And so that is kind of more the lens in, in which I view uh, God uh, is, is more of, you know, the, the creator uh, of, of the program that, that we are living in. And, and I don't really buy into like, this is all a simulation kind of uh, theory, but, you know, overall that's, that's kind of, I guess where I see things kind of through the lens of is this is how you would create that. Um, and, and as a programmer, you know, who's tried to do, you know, something very basic along these lines, um, you know, do I care about, you know, the element, you know, 10,061 out of a million, um, Am I particularly interested in in that one and the events that is they are that you know iteration of this program is experiencing? No, it, it's about the totality uh, of it all, the experiment. So I guess that's that's kind of my overall lens uh, that I view things through, um, how I can understand things. I'm curious um, why. Well, maybe I'll ask you this first. Do, do you think um, if you had grown up in a different circumstance without the um, Christian uh, upbringing, do you think that you that your confidence in the in the Creator God would be different? It's an interesting question, um, and. You know, it's it's hard to to necessarily answer. I mean, I will say, you know, my wife grew up in you know a, a vaguely religious household. You know, went to church on Christmas, kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. um, you know, their household, you know, didn't weren't practicing Christians, anything like that. Um, and later in life, you know, she came to you know firmly believe in in God and um, the Bible and and kind of a much stronger faith than than i have and so i i think it's interesting to kind of view things through the different lenses um i think that growing up in a very strict religious household growing to private going to private christian schools for most of my life um probably works to my detriment in terms of my faith because i i i almost know too much um you know where you know people who have become christians in you know their 30s uh or later in life you know they they've maybe read they probably haven't read the bible you know cover to cover ever um and you know probably have a, a vague understanding of you know each each of the kind of prime stories out of it uh versus you know i i grew up memorizing entire chapters of the Bible and, and reciting them. And so I, I almost know too much and know too much of the historical context of all of these different things that it, it becomes difficult to see it for, you know, the, the sparkly shiny thing that I think some, whether they're born again or they're, you know, kind of newly found Christians have, um, you know, I can't view religion and Christianity kind of through that sparkly lens that that other folks have. I think I understand. Yeah, you have um, you have so much history with it that it's not like a a new shiny thing for you. It's like a, sort of built in already. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's you know you're you know someone wants to talk about you know how how great you know this story is in the bible and how this proves you know their points and you know be like well but did you know that this was like you know going back to you know something in the old testament a prophecy from daniel and actually that was written because of you know xyz that was going on at the time and there's just so much that i connect too many dots um know kind of along the way that 
it it just kind of loses a little bit of its impact on on me personally as as kind of this you know great love story um you know i i think that's overall kind of the the sentiment of what people would describe the bible as is is kind of the the ultimate love story of of god to man um and yeah it's just it's not quite that uh not that simple um yeah can i ask um why do you is there a reason that you sorry i think i have to sneeze i'm trying to hold it back (coughs) is there any particular reason that you choose to take on the christian label however loosely you do uh you know i i think it's if if someone were to ask me it's the closest that i can get to uh you know describing where where i'm at right um so i i don't know spiritual but not religious somehow like just i don't know irks me to my to my core um and and so i i can't label myself as as that um and you know i i've never really studied you know uh you know islam or uh hinduism or or you know native american religions to to any sort of extent to to call myself that you know i i do think that jesus was a real guy um whether or not he's the son of God, as we talked about, uh, doesn't really matter to me. I think he had the basic ideas right. And so that is kind of the, I guess, overall tenets that, that I would kind of follow. Hmm. Um, and so I, I think that's the closest approximation that I can get. Um, you know, calling myself atheist or agnostic, uh, I think is not quite as accurate um so nothing is is going to be 100 percent accurate in describing me but um you gotta pick the closest label that's going to be generally understood i guess mm-hmm. if you um say five years from now uh through whatever means you um you came to the belief that jesus wasn't a real person would that do anything to your confidence? Uh, no, not really. Hmm. Um, I mean, I think there is enough historical evidence at this point that he probably was a real guy who walked around on the earth. Um, but if it turned out that he wasn't, I think the overall ideas and sentiment that he proposed was in line with, with what I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I, I think that Christians as a whole just, I don't know, I, I seem to read it differently um, than religion as a whole. And, and that's probably more on me than, <laughs> I can't judge everybody else for interpreting it one way and, and me for interpreting it differently. Um, but, you know, I, I look at you know, the Bible and, and Jesus's uh, sentiment as rebuking religion and these rules and you know there's a reason why christians don't follow the law anymore um the old testament uh because jesus said like no all these rules are are bullshit like get over it like this is not important like who cares if you have tattoos who cares if you have piercings like this stuff you can eat pork god does not care if you eat pig um you know, and all of a sudden, like now, modern day is like, no, you, you can't be gay. You like, you can't do this. You can't do that. I mean, in my private school growing up, you know, you couldn't have your hair longer than eyebrow length because that was a sign of being a prostitute in Jesus' time. If you're a man with long hair, um, so like, all of these, like, we've just gotten back to like this rule structure and this this performance based religion and that is exactly what jesus taught against is it's not performance based and it's not about making money um 
I mean, I think we all can agree that like Joel Osteen is like a terrible human being and like all of these like, you know, um, TV preachers, whatever. Um, I mean, I guess that's that's where I relate Christianity, modern day Christianity to closer to like an MLM multi-level marketing scheme where people are just trying to make money off of it. Um, you know, back when Hurricane Harvey hit, like Austin closed his church in Texas instead of letting people in for like refuge. And it's like, I'm pretty sure that's like the exact opposite thing that like the whole religion is is about. Uh, but I mean, there is a whole culture of prosperity gospel, um, which is like, if you are a good Christian, God will reward you financially. And part of being a good Christian is giving money to the church. And I mean, you know, it just annoys me to no end that like, you know, if you're in any like populated city, you can't drive a mile without finding, you know, a million dollar, five million dollar, fifty million dollar church building out there. And all of those churches have to, you know, you know, raise funds to pay their staff and whatever. And it's just like how much more good if, if Christianity is about like doing good and spreading the gospel and, and all of that, like what why is there a church on every block? Like how how much of that could go to actually helping people mm-hmm. versus paying your taxes and staff and whatever. Um, it, it just feels like everything has gotten so off the mark that, you know, it, it's hard to, that, that is my overall problem with even labeling myself as a Christian, because to me, you know, I have all this association of everything that's kind of wrong. Um, again, like I'm just me, who am I to judge? Um, you know, the consensus seems to be that this is the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of curious. We didn't, you didn't mention it at the beginning, but I'm wondering if, if we go back to your basket of reasons, and the first one you mentioned was this feeling, and the second is the cultural history and themes throughout time. Does, does the Bible fit into those, into your um, confidence at all? Does that affect it? Uh, I mean, no. Um, you know, the Bible is is what it is. Um, you know, I, I think it's it's a good read and it's it's a good general guideline um, for some of the principles that that maybe we should follow. Um, you know, to be just decent human beings. Um, but the Bible is certainly not without its faults. Um, I mean, the Bible is is a bunch of letters written by you know disciples, um, and you know put together by the Council of Nicaea back in like I don't know the second century. You know, and they they picked and chose which letters they were going to include and which ones they weren't. Um, so the the idea that this is like some holy bound, you know, God stamped, um, you know, perfect, perfect book. I, I just, I can't get behind it. It's, mm-hmm. it was put together by man decided, you know, by man, you know, that's, uh, the Catholics have the apotheca. I think that's what it's called, which is, you know, extra books. Um, you know, you can, Back when, um, you know, I, I remember going and, and seeing when the, the Dead Sea Scrolls were at, you know, one of the, the history museums here in Minnesota uh, years back, which aren't in the Bible, right? I think they're, some of them are written by, oh, I, I don't even remember anymore. But, like, again, it's, you know, the Bible is put together by people who picked and chose what they were going to include and what they weren't, and... There is definitely, you know, if you go into the stuff that wasn't chosen to be part of this, you know, cover-to-cover book, um, you know, there is a lot of conflicting information because it it was written by disciples who were kind of interpreting, 
the general Jesus vibe. And, and they were writing to specific, you know, cities and leaders for problems that they saw in, you know, those, in those cultures, um, and how to address them. And so it, it isn't some necessarily like holy guide, um, overall. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. I was only asking because I'm curious, um, how much, if any, of that weighs into your confidence? But it sounds like, it sounds like for the most part, if the Bible wasn't around, you would still be at sixty to seventy percent. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, you know, taking the Bible as you know the general message. I mean, you still have to have, you know, the the same ideas out there in some form. But you know, if the Bible was markedly different. Um, I don't think that would necessarily weigh in on my overall confidence of, you know, an overall spiritual feeling Mm -hmm. out there. When we talked about um, the feeling reason, you said you would give that about two out of five stars. What do you think about the sort of cultural history idea of God? If you were to weigh that out of five stars, um, how... Where, where would you put that in terms of reliability for, for, uh, yeah, I mean, claim? yeah. So, I mean, I'd say, you know, kind of the, the cultural, like time and time again, regardless of, you know, cultures being, you know, separated, um, and not having contact with one another, that they all kind of generally circle around some of the same ideas and, and notions, I guess, gives me more confidence. Um, so I'd, I'd put that, you know, at, you know, closer to like four, um, in kind of as a backing up, uh, I guess a little bit of, of confidence level. Um, just because like, you know, you you continue to see kind of the same overall themes in in very different ways right but um the the idea that there is something bigger i think goes beyond just you know i i think the the cynic would say that you know religion is just a a tool to control people um but you know, I, I don't think that you would continue to see it time and time again in, in every culture in kind of a, a, a vaguely similar fashion just because it's a, an effective tool. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you would, you would come up with other methods to control people than a higher power. Hmm. Yeah, I'm wondering if we had another example of something um aside from god that say we could look back throughout history and point different places in time and say these people had idea x you know way back when and then these people on the other side of the planet had a very same a similar idea to idea x do you think that and it's kind of hard without knowing what idea X is, but do you think that you would still rate the reliability of that idea being true as four stars out of five stars if we took it off of God and put it on something else? I, I mean, yeah, the only thing that comes to mind when when you're talking about idea X would be like, you know, the notion of a calendar, um, you know, where you have like the Aztec calendar and then... I don't, I don't know what you call it, but, you know, Europeans, you know, developed a calendar and, and they are different, but overall they kind of get at the same idea, um, you know, of there is some sort of like, you know, circular time frame to the days, of the years and how many hours there are on the day. And, and maybe those fluctuate, um, you know, your different calendars might have different number of days in, in the year, um, or a different number of hours in the day to get to that final number, but they still are kind of getting at the same idea through, I mean, that is, is a much more scientific, right? They're getting there through observation, 
um, through, you know, stars rotating in the sky and, you know, day, night cycles, seasons, all that kind of stuff. But I, I guess that's what comes top of mind of, like, another idea that has, you know, permeated through, like, multiple cultures through time and they've kind of come to roughly the the same conclusion i gotcha although that one has like you know physical evidence so it's not a one-to-one sure yeah i was trying to think of something that isn't a similar like supernatural vein but i'm wondering you gave you gave this cultural history idea four stars in terms of reliability and feelings, two stars, but you mentioned feelings first as like your major reason. Do you think those should be like that where feelings are still your number one reason? And then the cultural thing sort of next in line as far as how it weights towards your confidence or. Yeah. I mean, I would still put them in that order. Um, because I guess I would weight my own personal experience above, you know, it's, it's my personal experience, but understanding that kind of in our conversation on truth, like my personal experience might be passed through whatever lens I am you know, viewing it through, through, you know, a, a combination of, of past experiences where then I'm using, you know, kind of the, cultural framework to back things up um, to kind of give myself a little bit more backing because again, with the notion of like God and spirituality, um, you don't have necessarily that, that physical evidence to, you know, that scientific proof to, to back up your statements. Um, And so it's hard for me to, come at things and say, you know, I have a hundred percent confidence in my belief because I have, you know, some internal feeling that I can't fully articulate. Um, you know, to me, I, I have to look to something else to kind of back that up, um, a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think I, I think I understand it pretty well for the most part. It's the feeling, but a lot of what goes with that is, the cultural history to back it up and the way that you were raised and not necessarily as important, but also the stories in the Bible that sort of lead you to this level of confidence. Um, and then you rated, you rated your reasons. I think we dug into them pretty good. Um, do you think, Just to wrap it up, I guess, um, after having this conversation, do you still feel pretty comfortable saying 60 to 70% confidence? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know that I've necessarily kind of changed um, any of my, my views. Um, I think it is good to articulate or, or try to articulate them a, a little bit um, because a lot of this, you know, is, is not something that you generally, you know, necessarily talk about, especially, especially someone like me who, you know, doesn't necessarily fit into a norm. Um, you know, I, I can't go into a, into a church and, and start, you know, spousing off about, ah, Jesus, ah, who cares if he's like actually a God. Um, you know that that's not exactly gonna fly, but you Most know it stressors. is good to you know sometimes you have vague thoughts and and it's good to try to articulate them and kind of crystallize them a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'd say you know I'm probably not more or less confident um, after after speaking to them. Cool, right on. Um, is there, is there any questions you had for me, or uh, if you wanted to know my my thoughts on the topic or your thoughts on the conversation or anything? Yeah, I guess, you know, it it would be interesting to know kind of your thoughts on the topic. Um, You know, I don't know if that's something you want to get into. I know you, uh, you know, intend to stay neutral. Um, So it's not certainly leave that be, but yeah, it's, it's, um, it's not necessarily part of the practice, but 
a lot of the practitioners that I know like to offer that up as an opportunity just to make things seem more fair. Um, So yeah, outside of the SE, um, if we were to take, if I were to think about my confidence in a God existing, I would, I'd probably be around the 5% mark. Or so. Yeah, can't rule it out completely, but mm-hmm. little to no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, little, very little confidence, but um, certainly willing to change my opinion, given given the evidence that I would require. I guess, yeah. Well, yeah, evidence is a is a hard thing, and you know, it's uh, that's something that I struggle with. You know, myself is there. Whatever evidence that that people try to to throw at me, it's like, yeah, that's that's not evidence. Um, you know, there there is nothing you know scientifically logically provable about whatever evidence you're gonna you're gonna throw at me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that is like a huge hole in every religion out there is, you know, it, it takes this leap of faith, um, which I just is a little bizarre, but you know, I guess again, there is, there is that, that part of me that just, you know, saying there is a God doesn't sit right and saying there isn't a God doesn't sit right and you know you gotta find what side of the coin you fall on i guess mm-hmm. sure yeah i mean there are definitely things that i can think of that i'm probably much closer to you know 50 percent confidence in um this topic in particular i've spent um i know i told you this probably at some point or another but Hannah's dad is a Baptist pastor. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so when we started hanging out, I realized um and this was, I I was probably an atheist around 17 or 18, but not for intellectual reasons. And when I found out that he was a Baptist pastor, I was like, "Oh, no, I don't know anything about <laughs> anything." And um so luckily that led me down this path of inquiry and it's been pretty beneficial. Um, what did you think of the the conversation? Did you like it? Was it, did you find it beneficial at all? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's, you know, it's definitely, you know, kind of fun um, to, you know, talk about, you know, things that are, you know, borderline taboo, I guess, to, to necessarily discuss like in depth. Um, and so I think that's, you know, one aspect of this that is, um, you know, kind of beneficial or, or fun to engage in. Um, yeah. Sweet. I'm going to take that as a uh, personal five stars. 